Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello and welcome to the Sports Lounge Live. Hope you're doing well this week. We know we've got another busy show, even though there's no real sports going on too much. But I'm going to turn it over to Chris, and he'll set the stage. Yes, well, it's, it's called Make Work. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But we, no, we have you know, there's a lot of things going on, and there's, a, there's history, too. We're going to talk about the history at the end of the show. But we're going to start off with the NFL, then we're going to go to uh, Major League Baseball and do uh, do some uh, con- conversing about that. We've got some deaths to report, unfortunately, nothing to do with coronavirus. It's just deaths, uh, three, N- three uh, two NFL deaths, one college football death. Then there's a couple of baseball deaths that we can mention to you. Uh, then we're going to go, I think we're going to do basketball then. We have a death there, but we have also, I did the uh, compilation of the NBA Standings like I did last week for baseball for the whole, for the first twenty years of the century. So we'll go through that, and you'll see. You know, as much as and I'll make this point more firmly later, and you'll see it. As much as people complain about uh, oh baseball, you know, there's no salary cap. The same teams win all the time. No, that's the NBA guys. Uh, really, it has to do because it's the smaller teams. You know, smaller people on the court. Uh, Kobe dominated the first half of the the, uh, uh, the twenty years, and Magic dominated. I mean. Uh, LeBron dominated the second half, and you'll see that when you, when we go through that, and that's the way it's been, you know, with Bird and Magic and Dr. J, and you know, it's just the way it is. Uh, Tim Duncan, you know, and uh, David Robinson, the, those guys are the ones that that uh, that get the championships, and you've got to have those players, or you don't win. And they're only one place at a time, so that's basketball's a lot fewer turnover, uh, fewer champions you'll see, and fewer people making the finals. Anyway, so we'll do that. Uh, we'll talk. We've got a miscellaneous thing just of. Corona, uh, coronavirus updates in sports, reschedulings and things like that. And then we have at the end of the show, uh, this day in history that Sean put together and I wrote down and we we can go back and forth. I have a few dates that he didn't have. We'll do that. So, but, but right now, speaking of Sean, we will, and, and we're also welcoming Robert, a.k.a. Ringside Robert, Robert Herrick to the program, of course, regular panelist. But Sean, go ahead and talk about all the stuff you like to talk about at the well, beginning. And of course, callers of all, are still, is- remember, callers are still welcome to, to, to call in too. Yes. They yes, are. they are. They they can call in by downloading your Zoom app or dialing 646-876-9923 and then doing 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. Star 9 raises your hand. Alt-Y on the computer. The more key on your smartphone. Also, leave feedback anytime throughout the week. 800-693-0595. Option number 2 and I'm going to go ahead and plug something. If you're a fan of pro wrestling, uh, my line shooting the you know what, Sean, seven seven three five seven two seven seven one five. I'm reviewing. It's a documentary called Dark Side of the Ring. It's kind of the outside stories of things that went on. It's on a channel called the Vice Channel, and they talked about the double murder suicide of Chris Benoit, wrestler Chris Benoit, and his wife and son. They did the whole 
documentary on that, so I'm reviewing it, and then each week I'm reviewing a different episode of this start to get some other other good ones. But the one right now, that's something, if you remember that back in 2007, you're a fan of pro wrestling, feel free to listen to that. But also, before we get to it, uh, not sports-related, but uh, they're playing a lot of music on the station, even play some country, and I want to thank The Real 225 for alerting me to this, alerting us to this, but uh, country singer Joe Diffie passed away at the age of 61 to complications due to the coronavirus, and no, there is no truth to the rumor that they propped him up beside the jukebox when he did. No. <laughs> well, there's no jukebox. No places the jukeboxes are open, so they couldn't. That's, yeah, that's they couldn't, a big yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess we can move to the NFL and get that going here. And uh, that is the one that's uh, really got a, you know, thank goodness for an off season. You know, actually, these yes. other sports would be more active if they had off seasons going right now, but they don't. So we got the NFL off season. Kyle Allen was traded from Carolina to Washington. Now, I don't know what the plan is in Washington. Uh, I've lost track of their depth chart, a quarterback. Is he, is he got a legitimate chance to start down there? Uh, well, no, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins will probably be the starter. Okay. Because yeah. he was saying, he, remember, Kyle Allen was a bit of a flash in the pan. He had a couple of good games when Cam Newton came out, and everybody said, oh, good, we're yeah. all set. You know, they're going to be good. But then he, they really started to struggle the rest well, of the year. He liked and then I've heard, Cam, well, then I've heard Cam Newton linked to Washington, too. Well, not as much now. Not as much since they picked up Kyle Allen. I think they've kind of backed off. It, he was linked to him before. But not as not quite as much. I think also, Ron. Is, I think Ron Rivera has made a statement here. He he liked Kyle Allen a lot better than Cam Newton. Well, he right. likes him as a backup in case Dwayne Haskins and you know they don't have Colt McCoy anymore. You know he's gone. Uh, yeah, I have, forget where he went to. Yeah. But uh, anyway, the fifth round draft choice that he was traded for. Then they signed uh, Carolina. Then signed P.J. Walker from the Houston Roughneck uh, as a backup the down there. Or whatever, and he had played for Matt Rule and at Temple. Well, he was so. a starter. He was he was a starter. He was the top quarterback in the XFL as passing wise and everything. So, yeah, he had played for Matt Rule at Temple. Right, and Cam Newton was uh, released, so nobody has to trade for him. And then in a, then we have two quarter two other quarterbacks to talk about here: Peyton Manning and Drew Brees. Because Peyton Manning turned down the ESPN offer to do the Monday Night Football. He's going to stay on ESPN Plus. What does he do on there? Is he do a hosting or something? He, on he does a ESPN show called Plus? Peyton's Places. Yeah, Peyton's okay. Places, and he goes around to different things. He did these this last season. He was going around to different places, looking at the hundred years of the NFL and just different uh, different events, trying you know reenacting and talking to the people about it. And okay. so he's good scripted. So I think he realized, hey, I don't know if I can go off the cuff doing announcing or. Well, as I said, his father did an excellent job, but that's the way it goes. So he's going to stay with that. And but they have offered Drew Brees when he retires two years from now uh, to come in into the Monday Night booth. Now you know, two years from now, just think back to March first. What was going on March first? And here's March 29th, and it's a totally different world. Tell me what's going to happen two years. I'll let you know. But yeah, really. uh, you know, we'll see. That's that's the story. It's on the table for them, and they're putting it out there. Kansas City signed the uh, St. Louis Redhawks quarterback from the XFL, uh, Jordan. Battlehawks. The Battlehawks. Battle uh, okay. Uh, the Redhawks are the Miami of Ohio. Uh, Jordan uh, Tiamu from T- the Mississippi. Tiamu, Chris. Tiamu. He is a former what? Ole Miss Rebel. Yeah, that's what I, I was. It Mississippi State or Mississippi? No, he's an Ole Miss Rebel. 
It was Ole Miss. I had it backwards yeah. earlier. Yeah, so okay. Yeah. And then and he's a and he's a very he's a very good passer. So that's okay. And he was he had the third. He was third ranked quarterback in the XFL. So okay. So and then I guess and, and Robert, maybe you can give us more of an understanding because I don't understand what uh, you said that uh, uh, Peter King has said that Cam Newton because he couldn't see a doctor right now would may not may have to sit out the year. What is the injury? What is the problem that's supposed to cause this? Uh, apparently, he's got a major problem with one of his feet. Okay, um, I'm I'm really not sure what the original injury was, but apparently teams are interested in in signing him. But they want their doctors to take a look at him, right? And they're not going to accept any secondhand or thirdhand, you know, right. recommendations. Right. So hopefully, so, in and, a month or six weeks, we can be out of this a little enough that uh, you know he could do something special can happen. You know, there's going to be a transitional. We didn't get into this all at once. We're not going to get out of this all at once. So you're probably going to have a, a, a gray area there. And now the uh, federal guidelines have been extended through April. So you're, in May, we may have some gray areas where certain things can happen and others can't. So that might be the kind of thing that maybe could happen in May. We'll, we'll see. Well, uh, Chris, but, I know you want to. I know you want to talk about the dictator, and he deserves to be. Yes, talked we're going to get to him. Yes, yeah, we are. Robbie and we're getting also to Robbie Anderson, who signed uh, uh, with uh, Kansas City, I think. No, uh, Carolina. Uh, Carolina. Carolina. Oh, it's all about yeah. Carolina. How can I? I know he, he's another one that played with Matt Rule, and so he went to play for his college coach. Okay, so now here's yep. my little rant. I haven't done a rant for a while, and I'm I'm looking forward to doing this. Okay, we're going to have the NFL draft on May, April 23rd through the 25th, which is fine. It's a made-for-TV event anyway. Uh, the people will sit in their war rooms. We talked about it last week. Everybody will be in their little places, and they can they can uh, you know social distance in, within their war rooms and do and what they, they can, need to and do. And what they'll be able to do, Chris, is they will cut away to the draftees at wherever they're at, wherever they are. Yeah, yeah. And they'll they'll also have the report. There'll be a reporter in each war room for each. Fox will have one. ESPN will have one. You know, there will be people to switch to to you know get interviews with the Belichicks of the world or whoever they want to talk to. Well, Roger Goodell said that's going to happen. Okay, fine. I think that's good. I think that'll really be a blockbuster because it's really live sports action. The first live sports action we will have seen for quite a long time. But then he said, because he is so insecure and so immature that nobody could comment on this. Nobody could have anything negative to say about this or they could be fine. Now, we do have rules in leagues where you're not able to comment on officials or umpiring and things like that. I get that. And that, and you can get fined. By the way, people do it. They say, I don't care. I'll pay the, you know, $5,000. I don't really care. This guy was a jerk. And, and they'll do it, you know, an over-officious jerk or something Mark like Cuban that. Mark Cuban does it on a daily basis. Mark Cuban does correct. it, you know. So the other the other people, you know, Rob Manfred, we, we make fun of him, and, uh, you know, with his new ideas, his crazy ideas. Uh, Rob Manfred, uh, you know, Adam Silva, you know, uh, the uh, in hockey, Gary Bettman, they, they, you know, they just say, okay, whatever. Hey, I wish you hadn't said that. They might send him a text, say, hey, would you cool it a little bit? Or, we, but, or they'll just say, oh, you know, oh, stuff it, you know, because they're friends. But this guy is so insecure. And now you can see why he had to have the total control of all the disciplinary action and everything else. He cannot – his problem is he views the NFL as a corporation. And, like, you don't put bad – you know, all the Boeing – you know, you couldn't see, uh, like, Boeing top executives getting out there and say, you know, we made made crummy planes. We really got to – you know, <laughs> nobody nobody did that. So, you know, you oh, we're all uh, – I play at the company way was an old uh, song in a Broadway musical pajama game. And so he is so used to that. He's such a lawyer. 
and these others are lawyers too. You know, I mean, uh, David Stern was a lawyer, but he let Mark Cuban say whatever. You know, it wasn't a problem for him. He just uh, would say, no, I don't agree. And uh, David fine. Stern enjoyed collecting the fines, you know, because yeah. every, so, every time Mark so the Cuban thing, said something. So the thing is, this know. guy is so insecure, and I understand they're making a lot of money. I understand their business model is great. I understand that in some ways they're they're doing the best of all the sports because it is their off season and they got lucky and, and the other sports are struggling with all the things they have to work through. And people are talking about the NFL all the time, every week. Here it is, uh, March 29th. What are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be talking about uh, NCAA basketball. We're supposed to be talking, we'd have the final four. Baseball, you know, we'd be wrapping up basketball and hockey. We're starting with the NFL for the hundred week in a row, almost this, this year, you know, through, through this, these shows. But anyway, uh, so it, it's ridiculous. He he's well, so insecure. And case in point, Chris, look at look at somebody like Rob Manford. Take him for example. When he mishandled a lot of the stuff, you know, calling the you know the World Series trophy you know, a piece of metal or whatever. A piece of metal. All yeah. the baseball people that came out against him, Roger Goodell would never. That would never have happened with him. Yeah. Right. Basically, right. his exact quote, I think he says, any any public discussion of this will be considered useless and nonproductive. And right. it'll be subject to, uh, uh, to or, disciplinary yeah. action and yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And by the way, I forgot to tell everybody that this is March 29th, show number 86. I should have done that right off the top, and I didn't do it, but uh, now I did. Okay. So we have some, uh, unfortunately, of course, some deaths in the world of football. We have two NFL deaths and a college death to report. The first one is Woody Widenhoff. Offer. Uh, he was 77. He was assistant with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was a linebacker coach first, 73 through 77. Then uh, defensive coordinator, 70 uh, or 73 through 78. Defensive coordinator, 79 through 83. He of course got four the four, first four rings. And then he was the head of Missouri, head coach of Missouri, 85, <coughs> 85 through 88. And then Vanderbilt, 97 through 01. And then in the USFL, he coached Oklahoma Outlaws in 84. And let's see, numbers. Well, uh, one year. Yeah, and, and let's see. And he was in uh, numerous uh, jobs in uh, with coordinators and assistant coaches all over uh, college football, et cetera. Uh-huh. And the cause of death was a stroke. And uh, then he had a second stroke and died of that. So there you go. He died uh, last uh, Sunday, I think. And uh-huh. then uh, Mike Stratton, 78 years old. Uh, a Buffalo Bills linebacker from 62 through 72, then San Diego Chargers, 73. He was a linebacker. He had uh, two AFL championships, beating the Chargers, by the way, in 64 and 65, six all AFL all-star uh, positions. He had uh, 21 interceptions, one touchdown, and two fumbles, and one touchdown on, on a fumble. And then uh, and he also scored a safety, uh, and he had heart complications after a fall, and the other uh, football death is Ron Marciniak. He was the Dayton coach from 73 through 76. He was 37, 41, and 4. That's why he was only the Dayton coach from 73 through 76. He was the assistant at Arizona from 59 through 66, an offensive line coach at Southern Illinois from 67, 68, an offensive line at Tulsa from uh, 69, an offensive line uh Northwestern, 70 through 72. When he was uh, playing football, he was a guard at Kansas State, and he played for the Washington Redskins in uh, 80 and 55. 
and he was 87 years old. So that's basically the the football. But you said you wanted to throw something in about the NCAA. Uh, oh yeah, uh, well. Not, not not the NCAA uh, right now. Well, I will throw an NCAA story in a minute, but okay. and this involves Trevor Lawrence and his girlfriend yeah. and a fun. But all right, the SEC has announced that starting tomorrow, teams, football teams can, and actually all all sports teams, they can have virtual uh, workouts through video conferencing two hours a day, and this goes along with some coaches being concerned about. What's going to happen, you know, with spring football and getting them in shape? You know, some coaches are concerned, look, we need to do something, either have something before June or July, where certain people like Ryan Day are going, hey, back in the day, they didn't show up till August when we got them in shape. But then, you know, others are like, we're missing out on spring football, especially schools where you have new coaches or maybe new offensive coordinators. So SEC is throwing in these virtual workouts for mm-hmm. two hours a day, uh, you know, you get online and they just, you know, they meet, they can talk with you, work out with you, you know, walk you through stuff. But the NCAA, all right, last week Trevor Lawrence put up a GoFundMe account. Him and his girlfriend, Marissa Miller, uh, who's a college soccer player at a smaller college, I'm not sure, uh, but they put up a GoFundMe to help people uh, going through everything that's going on with the coronavirus. Clemson's compliance office came to them and said, "Hey, you need to take this down. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to get in trouble with the NCAA." And people flooded the NCAA office because apparently it would be in violation of using your name, character, likeness to raise funds. But the NCAA, for once, actually did the right thing and said, "Well, I guess we'll make an exception for this rule." And other quarterbacks and other players. Sam Ellinger here at Texas starting to do it now, but the NCAA actually, for once, did something right. Okay. Well, that, um, you know, <clears throat> we've had such little uh, good news. It's always good to get <clears throat> unexpected good news like that. So and it's very unusual. And it's very unusual that the NCAA does anything good. Yes. So when they when That's they right. do, you do have to take advantage That's of it. Right. That's right. So for it. baseball, we have a few notes <clears throat> and a depth to report. Uh, Noah Syndergaard is going to be uh, having Tommy John surgery. I'm He's telling you, now, had he, it. he already had it. And yeah. we have uh, three, arguably three of the, at least the top five to 10 best pitchers in baseball on the sidelines here with Chris Sale, Noah Syndergaard, and Jason Verlander. So uh, what a way to start and a season, uh, right? And also Luis Severino out for the entire that's right. year. That's right. Another one that you'd put Justin in that top Verlander. 10. Anyway, yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. You said Jason, you said Jason. But it, yeah, it was Justin Verlander. Justin, Justin, Justin Verlander. Verlander. Okay. Um, so Tommy John surgery for him. He tore his UCL ulnar collateral ligament. Uh, okay. Rob, Rob Manford says uh, the investigation of the Red Sox is over. Yay, Rob. But we're not going to find out about it until uh, they're they're I don't know till they're ready to start the season. So I guess we have to wait till. <clears throat> the restrictions are when they announce maybe till the till training or something. Yeah, till whenever. Yeah, but he's got it. Uh, he's got it in his hot little hands. And I wonder if it's going to leak somehow. Huh? I, would, a... I would. I would <clears throat> guess, Chris. That, that I mean, just a guess here. I would imagine that if indeed it is over, if there was something big there, you would have already seen something happen. Right. So I am thinking that there's probably really nothing there. So. I yeah. think the only big announcement that's going to come out of that is uh, the Alex Cora suspension, however long oh, that right. may be. That's right. So, yeah, so we'll see. But some in- intrepid uh, reporter may be able to figure that out somewhere or another. We'll see. Uh, 
And so I guess the target for baseball at least was to try to get things going in May, have spring right. training, and then maybe start towards the end of June. And that may still be on the table. The president just extended the federal guidelines of uh, social distancing through April. So, you know, again, as they say, maybe a gray, gray month where we can do some things and we can't do some other things in different parts of the country. So we'll have to see about that. So there might be something. But we were uh, I was saying to the guys I was listening to WCBS today and they had a little thing with John Sterling about five minutes. And uh, they, the reporter said, hey, your birthday's July 4th. Would you love to see baseball start July 4th? He says, anytime it starts, I'm ready. I'm going. You know, I'm, <laughs> I want it to start. So but it, that could be something for the country we're kind of talking about. Out opening day but, on July fourth, you know. Right, but here, here, here's the uh, here's the thing: they have reached an agreement between the owners and the players. No baseball activities until all restrictions on mass gatherings have been lifted. Um, well, if if they're going, I mean, really, guys, if they're going to wait until all restrictions are lifted, they're going to be waiting a long time. Right. So I don't think in actual practice, a lot of things are said in the heat of the moment or, you know, in an idealistic world. You may see a thing. And I was saying this and this is just a theory could see something like, okay, we can't play our games in New York yet, but we can play everywhere else. So we're going to have the Yankees and the Mets host their games in, in Florida and go from there. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, they say that now, but this is a, a, a fluid situation and you're going to hold up the whole because one city can't uh, host games. I mean, I don't think you will. So, I th- so they're I ready think to start you, the your... season with Seattle. You know, Seattle was right. going to play uh, in different places. So wait, wait, I think ahead, what Barry. you're probably going to see, Chris, when we start the season, teams that play in, for example, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, just to name you a few, maybe maybe Seattle want to wait and see. But those that I mentioned probably are going to be playing elsewhere because those are the areas where things are, are still bad. Oh, yeah, although Seattle is starting to improve. They'll, they'll start starting. out on the road, and they may come home later as they're as they're uh, as they see that their restrictions are going to be lifted. Because right, as there's Dr. another Fauci thing said, to deal with too in July, where you have the All Star break, and I don't think you're going to have an All Star game. So you've got four or five days to play with for a little flexibility in your schedule, so you can although, do some stuff. Although you, I will tell you, Chris, one do. one thing that I heard, and I actually heard it today, is. There won't be an all-star game, but just so that you can say you made an all-star team, apparently Manford wants to at least vote of who would have been in the all-star game had there been one. And the reason for that, it actually that actually bonuses. makes sense. There are bonuses connected yeah. to that. So that yeah, actually right. makes sense. Yeah, it does. So I guess um, so. And they've also said that this is going to be a full service year for everybody. So people like Mookie Betts will be free agents if they want to be on November 1st or whenever the well at the end of a week after the World Series, something like that, whenever the World Series is. Of course, the World Series could go into November, too. But after the season, whatever it is, or after the uh, declaration of the no, no season, if we get to that point, I hope we don't, then uh, Mookie Betts, et cetera, will be uh, free agents and can do what they or whatever their service. Everybody's getting their service here. Uh, so there's been all kinds of stuff on TV and radio, I guess. Uh, MLB uh, radio's been doing some stuff. I know WCCO, uh, we heard, was doing the 1965 All-Star Game with uh, Bob Prince and Herb Carneal from Minnesota. And so starting tomorrow, WFAN is going to be replaying games. So uh, Mets and Yankee games. Uh, another yeah. th- well, Before we get to games, Chris, there is one more piece to this thing we were talking about with baseball. Okay. The uh, draft this year is only going to be five rounds. Normally it's 40 rounds, but it's only going to be five rounds. And what that 
is going to entail is uh, after if, if you're not drafted in those five rounds, you can sign, but you're only allowed then to make $20,000. And as you can well imagine, this has upset Scott Boris because that is going to hurt his business because he can't make as much money that way. Well, you know, there's, a, there's some people that are laid off, Scott. I mean, uh, I think yeah. he'll be all right. I think he really will. And I think um, I think another thing, another piece to that is that with these players that were dra- that were supposedly going to be granted another year of eligibility, apparently now that's in question again because they don't know how it's going to match with the scholarships that they have coming in versus what they already had. And, you know, some of those guys, of course, may be drafted. So, frankly – it's a mess of nobody's making in all honesty. Yeah, well, that's right. And, and, you know, but they'll have to, when they really, you know, it's very hard to negotiate anything when you don't know what you're talking, you know, you're sitting there negotiating and say, well, if we start July 1st, well, if we start June 15th, well, if we start July 5th, you know, and, and you're trying to make plans, you can't plan until you know an end date. And I think once we get through April, we'll have a better idea of what, where we're going to go because I, I just don't think we could tell right now. Um, so we had, did have a, another, a couple of deaths in baseball, but one we don't have any details on yet. Maybe we will next week. But the one we do is Jimmy Wynn, and he was uh, one of the big early stars of the Houston uh, Colt 45 slash Astros. Uh, he was 78 years old when he died. Uh, he was called known as the Toy Cannon. He played for Houston Colts 63-64 Astros after that, up through 73 and then the Dodgers, 74 and 75, the Braves in 76, the Yankees and Milwaukee in 77. He had uh, he made he was uh, an All Star three times. He had uh, 20. Uh, he is number 24 retired by the Astros, and uh, he and Rusty Staub were their first big stars. He was uh, he had a 250 batting average. He had 200 all time 291 home runs, 964 RBIs. Uh, and no cause of death was provided. And the other um, death that we uh, need to mention is, but we have no information about it, is uh, Bartholomew. Uh, what's his first name now? I can't think of his first name. Bill, Bar- Bill Bar- Bartholomew. Bill Bartholomew. He was the was chairman the of the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he was chairman of the Braves for Ted Turner or before Ted Turner. I almost think it was before Ted Turner. And that he uh, brought them from Milwaukee to Atlanta. I, I, but I don't have that information for sure. But that's the way I remember it. So I don't know. But that's basically. We got any more baseball notes? Uh, uh, Robert, got- Robert, talk about you were gonna, you were just starting to mention before we went into the draft about WFAN. Is it going to be all baseball, or are they going to kind of pick and choose? And uh, okay. What, here, and what well, ta- tell us a time if you know. Yeah. All right. Here, here's what they're going to do this week, and I guess it's going to change from week to week because. They're also playing the NCAA games on the weekends, you know, right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, but Monday they're going to play, um, uh, and these are all going to be at 6.30 Eastern. For those of you that have devices, this will be 6.30 Eastern, Monday, And, sta- Tuesday, and stations, by the way, stations are, are allowed to stream these. Yeah. Yes. Um, matter right. of fact, the Giants did uh, a whole bunch of games yesterday on KNBR, and they're going to do a whole bunch more next week, next Saturday. Right. Um, they went. Uh, they did the 2010. But anyway, WFAN starting at 6:30 Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. They're going to cover the following games. Tomorrow is going to be CC Sabathia's first win as a Yankee in Kansas City in 2009. Uh, and then the next day will be another 2009 game when the Yankees took over first place. 
And then the third Yankee game that they're going to play on Wednesday is one of the Subway Series games between the Mets and the Yankees. Thursday, the Mets. That'd be in 2000, yeah. Well, uh, no, uh, I I don't know if this is all going to be. I don't know if this. Is it a regular season game or a World Series game? You don't no, know. No, regular regular season game. Okay. Uh, so okay. I don't know. I think all three of the Yankee games are going to be in 2009. All right. Uh, because that's the last time they won the World Series. True. Uh, Thursday is going to be the Johan Santana no hitter. Oh the, yeah. Uh, for the Mets, and then Friday. Uh, the one, not, by the way, the one that ruined his career. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> the, the very last game he ever pitched, by right. the way. Yeah. Uh, and then Friday, the Mets are going to have another game, and I forget what that is, but those are all going to be at 6.30 Eastern. Mm-hmm. Now, for Giants fans, KNBR will begin their their coverage starting at noon Eastern on Saturday, and it will be wall-to-wall baseball. Uh, yesterday, they did they did games from 2010 all day long. Next Saturday, they're going to do 2012. Yeah. And then the following Saturday will be 2014. And, then and, we'll, and, then, and keep up on your stations, too. If you know, yeah. like, you know, the score, I imagine, will start doing some Cubs games. Right. Boy, if they'd replay that World Series, I'd be a happy fan. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> speaking of, of doing things, we are past the bottom of the hour, so why don't right. we take our break? And then when we come back, Bill will tell us who is listening, and then we have a treat for you, and we'll yes, hear about that we when do. we come back. Yes. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets, and they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks on first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with money ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. Together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Oh, my microphone needs to come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just Bill must turn on his mic before he can There talk. we go. No, I was thinking. I was thinking about the call from the two three nine. Yes, we do have that, and we'll get to that in just one second. In a second, and just okay. tell you, listeners, new listeners from Michigan City, Indiana. 
Okay. Henderson, okay. Nevada. Okay. And we've never had them before. And to to do to do um near Daytona Beach, Florida. Um it actually is a new new okay. new okay. listener Hello. tonight. So and, and we probably have our usuals. The, all, the, yeah. all the usuals are here in okay. the real two two five. Let us let us before we get to our treat, let's go to our our hand and if I hit that button correctly, our caller can say hi to us. Hi everybody. Hello. Hey. I didn't get my fingers to dial fast enough, but when you were talking about the football things, uh, there is a podcast that's called Gladiator, the story of Michael Hernandez and Football Inc. It's like an eight episode podcast. It was really pretty good. And it mm-hmm. talks do, you about mean, you, do you mean Aaron Hernandez? Aaron Hernandez? Aaron yeah. Hernandez, yeah. yes. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Michael right. in the brain for some reason. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Well, I read the yeah, book. Everybody's all, got all kinds of stuff. Last week we talked about the Willie Mays book that Robert was reading. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that people are doing and getting into in these old games. And, and uh, it's great when you have uh, things. Aaron Hernandez was quite a story, and uh, somebody should have seen that coming, but they didn't. Yeah, what, a, what, a, what a horrible end, but he yeah. kind of brought that on himself. Yeah. He did bring a lot of it on himself. But yeah. Yeah. it was amazing so how much that overlooked. That is, for the, those that don't recognize that voice, that is the queen of color and format changes. Okay. She is. Correct. She is. That's, right. That's right. We ought to just, yeah, I know I know it's your off day, but you ought to give us a call letter or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> they all oh, went I have on. so many letters dancing in my head. <laughs> That's there right. you go. There you go. Okay, Jen, thanks a lot. That's Thank great. Thank you. Okay. All right. So anyway, so um, we have a treat. And what we have is a, a statement that Vince Scully made the other day. And uh, this is uh, going to finish up our baseball segment. Well, we'll probably talk a little more baseball, too, because there's some other stuff in my miscellaneous section about baseball, too. But anyway, we, we have that. And I think uh, Bill has it queued up, and it's Vince Scully talking to us. 92-year-old Vince Scully sounds wonderful. So, yes. the voice is all-time voice of baseball. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good afternoon to you, wherever you may be. Excuse me, that's form a habit. But uh, wherever you may be, that means most of you are home, just as I am, waiting, hopefully, for opening day. I trust all is well. I hope you are far and away from any sickness, and I miss you. You know, when I retired, people asked me, what do you miss the most? And I told them, I miss the roar of the crowd, and I miss the people, the people that I saw daily in the stadium, the workers, the ushers, the ladies cooking the hot dogs. I miss the ladies running the elevators up and down. Uh, Those were the people, the ladies who worked in the lunchroom. And, of course, in the press room, the writers. In other words, I didn't really miss the players because once I got involved with radio and TV, I didn't have a chance to hang out by the batting cage. Also, I stopped trying to hang out once the players started to call me Mr. Anyway, these are tough times. Certainly, I don't have to tell you that. But having lived as long as I have lived, I've seen this country, the greatest country on earth, get off its knees, literally and figuratively, when they were down and out during the Depression and when they 
on their knees after the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. And what happened then, they unleashed a tiger. The tiger was the whole country pulling together and getting not only back on its feet, but saving the whole world. So you and I, yeah, things are tough, but we'll be up off our knees soon. And we just want to remind you about that. And in the meantime, spend the precious time at home with your family. Pray a little bit more like most of us will do. And above all, try to smile. Because when you smile, that makes everybody else feel better. God bless. That's and that's great. always it's always good to hear yeah. it, a, a message of reassurance. And you know what? I think he's right. And and for for a from a sports uh, standpoint, I think what we're going to see is the first sport that comes back. They're going to have a an amazing listener and viewership because people are going to find that they really do the sports fans anyway really do miss the games and and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, you know, you know, Perry, be. we heard an article today uh, on on the other system that we're on about how sports talk show hosts are trying to fill the time because there's no sports to talk about, and uh, uh, some stations are having, uh, you know, success with it, and some are probably struggling. It, it's just a whole new way of of living, and and it, it people certainly just have is. to. And, and Vince yep. Scully's. Vince Scully's message is definitely a lot better than, oh, and we thankfully are not playing this for you, but you can go YouTube it. Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts. Oh, my God. Apparently, he had a little message with his dog sitting there by him. Yeah. And he started started attempting to sing Bob Seger, Turn the Page. And yes, it was... uh, uh, Bill, okay. you have a special owner there in Indianapolis. Well, yes, all we can say. There's somebody, there's somebody that Roger Goodell couldn't muzzle all the time. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. you know uh, comforting in a way. Yes. So another thing about baseball, before we leave baseball, uh, Perry, you were talking about they've got some NCAA baseball that's being shown uh, on TV as well, correct? Was it you that mentioned that or Sean? Uh, there is some. The oh. SEC Network, I know, is showing some. And, CBS Sports, uh, I think. CBS, right? CBS no, no, that Sports. No, that's basketball. basketball. He said baseball, but he meant oh, that's basketball. Ba- oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it right. is ba- CBS Sports Network. They have been showing basketball games from the NCAA but, tournament over the years, but it, your your channels like your SEC Network and all they are right. showing basketball and baseball. So you can find if you look, you can find whatever trips your trigger. I know NBC had a little hockey today. And so, Fox Sports One has been showing tons of like World Series games. Yeah, so, okay. so you can find things if you want to find them. Better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we have and another like. Okay, go ahead, and, John. And NBC they reshowed last year's Dell match play from here in Austin because that was supposed to be this weekend. Last weekend they reshowed the Valspar tournament. You know they just they mm-hmm. did those. So yeah. I expect you'll right, see actually. some Masters stuff coming up. Yeah, yeah, and actually, yeah. it's going to be interesting because we're in the gray area now. If we say the gray area is May, which it could be, and then June we get into the U.S. Open. Pretty, they're going to have to start thinking about what they're going to do with that too. Oh, uh, that they've already decided that, Chris. We're ready. I'll talk about that. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, uh, they have uh, postpo- They've postponed the uh, Open from June, and they've moved it to September. 
Okay. I don't um, think I caught that one. We've got a whole bunch of miscellaneous stuff we will talk about. Yeah, People well, have been diagnosed. we got some po- more some po- postponements. So basically, we have our other treat, which is our NBA uh, rankings that we did, uh, Rick's rankings, where you get Before three we get points. to NBA rankings, let's okay. do a couple other NBA news. Uh, James Dolan has the coronavirus. Over in the Knicks from Madison 63 Square years old, yeah. And Steve Ballmer bought the forum. Yes, we're going to talk about that in the miscellaneous. I'll let Robert talk about that when we get there because he was the one. Okay, that had well, I figured that was NBA news. So. Yeah, it, well, it, well, I know, it is, but it's I, in the miscellaneous uh, category. I had, too, to, I had to look a lot of that stuff up, but I've got everything here. So. Right. Yeah. So what we have is, again, Rick's rankings. And if, for those who haven't been around, we do three points for, and we're doing it for the whole century, 2000 through 2019. You get three points for winning the championship, one point for making the finals. And you will see. Very few teams in the NBA make the finals. It doesn't change very much because what happens is it's a small, these are small teams, you know, five people on the court at once. You get a Kobe or a, or a, a, a LeBron and they dominate maybe 10 years or something, uh, or David Robinson and a, a Tim Duncan or, or, you know, a bird and magic, whatever. An era is dominated by certain guys and you end up with uh, Michael Jordan, obviously. And you end up with somebody like LeBron being in the finals for eight years in a row. Uh, only uh, surpassed by Bill Russell, who was there 10 years in a row. So, you know, that's like, that's what happens in basketball. So here we go. And this is the way it is. I did it by conference. And uh, the, uh, in the East, the winner, the big winner, of course, is Miami, especially after LeBron took his talents to South Beach with 11 points. We have Cleveland with seven, the Celtics with four, Detroit with four. Uh, We have Toronto with three, just the one championship they just won. Uh, the Nets had have two. They made two finals in a row. They lost two finals, but they did make them. Philadelphia with one, and Indiana with one. Larry Bird led, and Reggie Miller led the Pacers to the finals in 2000. So there you go. Orlando with one. They made it in 2009. Then we start with the zeros, and there's a lot of zeros. The Knicks with zero. Milwaukee with zero. Yes, they may make them again soon, but with Giannis, but they're not haven't done it yet. Haven't been there since '74. Uh, Chicago was zero. Haven't been there since Michael Jordan left. Atlanta. Atlanta hasn't been to the finals since 1961 when they were in St. Louis. Charlotte has never been to the finals. Washington hasn't been there since uh, 79. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Oh, that's the East. For the West, we have the Lakers, and they're the league leaders with 17 points because they won all those championships. I think when they win five championships and they in this uh, era, and they've won, and they were in two finals that they lost. So 17 points lost to the uh, Detroit and the Celtics. Uh, then we have San Antonio with 13 points. How they managed to win an even number championship, I, uh, they did. But you know, finally. well, no, they, yeah, well, they had uh, 14. They had the four. Four is there because remember the one was in '99, so you had the yeah, but '99 doesn't count on this because this is the century. So yeah. what we got, we got the ones in uh, 03, 05, 07, and then 14, and then they made the finals. And they lost the 13. Yeah, right. So they got 13 points. Golden State with 11. Of course, they won the three out of four championships, uh, you know, and then did make the finals again. Uh, with uh, with losing to Toronto. So they got 11. Dallas has four points. They won a championship and they lost in the finals. And then the only other team in the West that has a, even anything is Oklahoma City with one. All these teams have zero. The Clippers, never been to the finals. Portland hasn't been in the finals since, uh, I think, 92 against the Bulls. Uh, Sacramento has never been in the finals. They almost went, didn't they, Robert? Yes. <laughs> almost. Seventh almost. game, they were well up and they did not make it. That's okay. correct. 
We have uh, Houston. Of course, they had their day in the 80s and 90s, making finals, winning a couple of titles in the 90s. Uh, New Orleans, of course, has not been. Minnesota has not been. Utah hasn't been since 98 against the Bulls. Denver has never been in the, you know, maybe they did in the ABA, but not in the NBA. Uh, the NBA Memphis, yeah. Memphis has never been. Phoenix, uh, of course, they made made the finals uh, uh, against the Celtics that time. They might have made it another time. Yeah, they've made it, well, I think it was sometime in the 90s. With the Bulls. Uh, I yeah, think they, they made the Bulls in like 93 or something. Yeah. 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 So, one of the Bulls. So, so that just shows you, you know, we talk about baseball and not having too many championships and this and that and new champions. But the NBA, because of the way it's set up, but it doesn't bother people because they say, can so-and-so beat Kobe? Can so-and-so beat LeBron? So they, people don't mind that in basketball because the stars are big enough. With baseball, uh, it's like, ah, the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers always win. Well, that's not true. Baseball's got more diversity to it than that. You yeah. get Kansas City in there and stuff. So well, it's, it's, Would now be the good time to bring up the Steve Ballmer stuff, Chris? Uh, no, because we have a death to do in the NBA. Okay. For, okay, uh, yeah. Well, not the NBA, but the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Curly Neal died. And I guess uh, he was uh, named Curly. He had a shaved head. I didn't know that. He had a shaved head, and they named him Curly, uh, whoop, 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 like the Three Stooges, you know, whatever. 77 years old. Uh, he, his name was really Fred Neal, and he was born in Greensboro, North Carolina. He played for the Globetrotters from 63 through 85. Pretty amazing. He had, and then, hey, they're still playing basketball. That's not easy. 6,000 games over those 22 years. That, that's pretty good. Uh, he, uh, he was a good ball handler and shooter. He was their point guard. As I said, he had a shaved head. He, uh, he, uh, he again, he was, uh, sort of patterned after Curly Howard of the three stooges. Uh, let's see. He, there was one, he is one of the five globetrotters that is, whose numbers have been retired. Will Chamberlain. I don't know if any of you guys remember. I certainly do. When he played for the Globetrotters in the uh, 58-59 season, they did not want to go back to Kansas. Uh, so he played one year with the Globetrotters because he could not, until his college class graduated, he couldn't play in the NBA. So he had to go do that and then had the ter- territorial draft to go to the Warriors and play in Philadelphia starting in 59. But we all knew he was coming. It was like Larry Bird. You know, We talked about that last week. Larry Bird was coming. Wilt was coming. We knew that. And uh, so he played. Uh, so even though he was only there for a year, the most famous guy that ever played for them, I guess. Then we had Meadowlark Lemon, for that name before, Marcus Haynes, uh, and Goose Tatum. Those are the other uh, uh, people whose uh, numbers uh, are Goose retired. Osby, I think. Goose Osby, I think. Goose, Goose, Goose Tatum? What? No, Osby. Osborne, was it? No, no. No. And anyway, so anyway, and no cause of death was given. And so that is it. Uh, but then we have the uh, miscellaneous stuff, I guess, unless we have NBA any more, ties any more first, basketball. First one, we, we, yeah. yeah, we do. All right, Robert, why don't you? Yeah, go ahead with the uh, the stuff with the Kings. Uh, the oh, Clippers. Uh, before, with Robert the Clippers. Gets to that, before Robert gets to that, let me just real quick. Uh, Doris Burke, because uh, this ties in with NBA and miscellaneous. It's just real yep. quick. She also she works for ESPN, NBA reporter, college basketball. Uh, play-by-play and color person sideline. She does all that. She announced she has a coronavirus. She thinks she started getting the symptoms right around the time when the games are canceled. She looks, you know, she quarantined for 14 days. Yes, that should be about up. She's not over it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Anyway, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead about that, uh, Robert. Um, Well. Steve Ballmer Steve is probably the richest owner in sports, and, of course, he owns the Los Angeles Clippers. And one of his goals when he bought the team, he said, you know, we need our own arena. Well, uh, they bought property in Inglewood where they were going to build the arena, and 
But Madison Square Garden, who owns the forum, uh, filed several lawsuits. Uh, you know, when Bomber took over and bought the team, bought the property. And in order to solve these lawsuits, Steve Bomber decided, okay, I'm going to write a check. He wrote a check for $400 million and paid it to Madison Square Garden. And now he owns the fabulous forum. And what he said was, because I thought, okay, this is going to solve their arena problem. They're just going to play in the forum like the Lakers used to do. But he said, no, they're going to keep the forum as it is. It's now being used for strictly concerts only, and they seat about 11,000 people. And they're going to go ahead and build their own arena on the original property that they bought, uh, I guess, a few blocks from the forum. And uh, I guess they're going to start construction in 2021, and it will be ready to be played in by, um, by the time their lease expires with the Staples Center uh their lease expires in 2024, so they'll be ready to play the 2024-2025 season in their brand-new arena. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. That's a lot better, I think, because in some ways that would be really interesting. It's like, hey, we're playing in the place where the other team won all those championships. We, even though it's remodeled, it's better getting their new arena, and they're not going to tear the form down. They're going to keep it as a monument. You know, they're still well, going to use it for there. concerts. Well, they're going to use it for concerts, but... Yeah, no, that's what uh, they're using it for concerts, but it's still a monument to those past Laker teams. You know, Jerry West, who's been a consultant with the Clippers right. and other teams, and, you know... And, an- and another team. thing to consider, I didn't realize this till I read all this stuff, the Great Western Forum in Inglewood is on the Registry of Historic Buildings, so ah. they, they cannot... Tear it now. So yes, but how do they remodel? That's interesting, though. That must have happened after they remodeled it because um, they changed it. Uh, apparently, you can't make too many changes. Uh, apparently, uh, Madison Square Garden, when they bought it, whenever the whenever they owned it, they got permission from the people right. uh, who did this, so they could remodel it. What they yeah. did was they took out six thousand seats and basically made it a place just for music. So now right. the for, now the forum seats about eleven thousand people. Okay, so we have more miscellaneous stuff. We already talked about James Dolan, and hopefully he's on the road to recovery. I think he's doing all right. Yeah, he's uh, uh, they, he's been quarantined for almost two weeks, and he's. Uh, I thought he was a lot older, but he's only sixty four. So right. I guess uh, and Nick fans are going to have to deal with him a while longer. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, this is the first word I think we've had on any hockey players. Correct me if I'm wrong, Robert, but two Colorado Avalanche. Uh, uh, no, that makes that makes a total of four NHL players because there were two Ottawa Senators as well. Okay. Um, plus broadcaster John Kelly of the St. Louis Blues. Okay, so that's the yeah. hockey uh, story on that. Yeah. <clears throat> we talked about the, I'm sorry using the uh, likeness there, uh, and then uh, Sean already talked about that. That was in my list. We have uh, let's see. We talked about the Olympics. Oh, we're postponed finally. We kind of saw this coming, but they finally made it official. I think Monday or Tuesday that the Olympics yeah. will be held uh, next year uh, in uh, Tokyo, Tokyo, 2021. They will still, and, and they'll still call it the 2020 Olympics, but it'll be in next July because Canada said they were not coming if it was there this year. Right. Australia said they weren't coming. The U.S. Track and Field Federation, the U.S. Swimming Federation, uh, mm-hmm. Norway. There was yeah. a bunch of people. 
And anybody who's had Olympic trials qualifying, their qualifying stands for next year. But if right. have, but a lot of the trials have not happened yet. So. Yeah. That's right. Uh, the Indy 500 has been postponed to August 23rd. So for the first time since 1945, and I don't think there were any Indy races at 42 through 45, if I remember right. Anyway, the, the, the race is not going to be Memorial Day weekend or Memorial Day. It's going to be on August 23rd. So that's good. Now, and Sean, talk about this NASCAR thing that they're doing. Uh, the the well, simulator thing. You had more information on that. The yeah, what they're, what they're doing is, all right, this is very much, it's not them playing in a video game. It's They're in their actual simulators driving, and they have the track set up to the bumps, the groove of each track and everything. And Because a lot of the drivers, they practice during the week on simulators anyway, getting themselves ready for the track, and they're doing this. Uh, last week they did it. Uh, this week they did it for Texas Motor Speedway. They're going to do it for the next few races. This week they put it on Fox and FS1. They had it on both because they drew over a million fans on FS1 last month, last week for it. So that mm-hmm. many people went to watch it. So they're doing uh, it's actual simulations. They're they're driving as if they were driving the car. So they're not just playing. It's not yeah. just a video okay. game. There. Uh, also, yeah. one other note to pass along. Uh, the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury boxing match that was scheduled for July 18th, they have moved that back to October. I don't have a date oh, for that. And Wimbledon, still in Las Vegas, Wimbledon, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Wimbledon? Wimbledon is still not sure. They haven't made it official yet, but they're trying to decide about canceling. And as we noted last week, the French Open was moved because they're saying they may have to cancel because of the way the grass is. So at that time, I mean, after July, it gets real choppy. And with the U.S. Open going to August, it looks like the match. No, the U.S. Open would be in September. Uh, no, 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 but back to golf. Oh, you mean the golf. Okay. golf. No, the uh, U- wait a minute. Now we're yeah, golf the U.S. Yeah. Golf Open. Yeah, the U- yeah, we got that Wimbledon still not sure. But in golf, the U.S. with the U.S. Open you know, moving back to September, yeah. the Masters now looks like they may have to wait until October because the club shuts down from like the third week of May through the end to the beginning of October. So the Masters, which could be interesting, the Masters during football season. Yeah, so we, we be, may not we'll have keep, a we will keep, we'll keep it. We'll keep you guys up on that kind of thing. Rather than to yeah. confuse you with what might happen, we'll yeah, keep you updated on what, what will might, happen. Right now, those are, those are updates on – yeah, We, we you know, may not have a Wimbledon tournament at all. One year. One yeah, story. Well, that probably, like they, they probably yeah. didn't have it during World War II, obviously. You know, yeah. England was uh, probably yeah. for, for many years because of the bombing, you know, and they were by themselves and then being uh, blitzed. Right. So the one thing I, I speaking of postponements and cancellations and stuff, and I heard this story on BZ today and and uh, the regular news. Apparently, a lot of the people are mad. They're mad with things like uh, StubHub, Ticketmaster, and so forth because they have not gotten refunds for tickets they have purchased. Well, I understand why they haven't, but these people don't. People don't understand in this world the difference between a postponement and a cancellation. Yes, yes. you might postpone the Masters to uh, October, but if you bought a ticket for it, then you can negotiate. Do you have, am I really going to go? I'll sell it back. You know, That's what StubHub is for or whatever you want to do because it could conflict with something else you're doing. And, and uh, People understand that, but it's not postponed, so they can't can't give any money back for anything yet, including these baseball games that weren't played this weekend, because 
They may be played at a later date. They may be played in October or something. We don't know how they're going to do the schedule yet. So these people don't understand that. I get it. Usually I'm not a big person to sign, side with businesses and stuff, but this is just a logistics thing. You can't do that until you know you're absolutely not going to play this game, whatever game it is, or tournament. Then you can give the money back. You can't do it till then. I understand people are economically strapped, and they bought these tickets when everything was different, uh, you know, up to – to uh, you know this month but that's just the way it goes they have to wait they can they'll get their money back if there's no if they bought tickets for the all-star game in baseball and there's no all-star game they'll get their money back you know it's going to happen but they have to wait that's all so there you go okay so now we had some uh i think the, we got any more miscellaneous or are we good okay well florida derby florida okay. derby actually ran in front of no fans. That is the right just before Florida went. That area went to shelter in place. They were they went to their qualifier for the Kentucky Derby. Do not know who won, but they actually had they ran them. So the Kentucky Derby did have a have a qualifier race. And yeah, I, believe, I don't know who I don't know who won I that race. I heard the name, but I forget. Yeah, Louisiana Derby did the same thing a couple weeks ago. They okay, for the no fans. Just before so, theirs, but yeah. One of the things that Sean has been doing, and I've been, uh, I haven't thrown too much into the group, but we've got a couple uh, that I can mention tonight too. Uh, this day in history uh, things, and we can start. We have uh, stuff. I think it should started on the 24th of uh, of uh, March, which was yeah. what last Tuesday. We can go through the last 27th. Tuesday. Then we've actually got one for today. We got one was, for the 29th. Yeah, I don't have any yeah. for Monday or Tuesday, but yeah. Yeah, on Tuesday you did. Yep. Yeah, 24th was uh, 1934, the very first Masters. Yeah, Gordon Smith defeated Craig Wood by one stroke. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let me see, it was de- then in 1936, Detroit defe- uh, de- defeated the Montreal Maroons in the Stanley Cup playoffs. In the, yep. You know, uh, one, you know, one nothing game. So they they defeated them in the Stanley and Cup. They played for 116, uh, 116 minutes and 46 minutes and seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah, 46 seconds. 46 seconds. 16, So they basically the played almost game two games. So they went into uh, however many, like a six, third overtime period, I guess that would be. hundred. Uh, if you play 60, and then you play uh, another three periods. So um, you know, almost two games almost, to get that game uh, Yeah, because two full games would have been 120. So That's correct. So Montreal yeah. Maroons, who didn't exist anymore. I, I would like to, someday on Wikipedia, I'm going to look up the Montreal Maroons. I hear the name all the time, don't know much about them, why they went out of business. How can you go out of business with the hockey team in Montreal? But they there were two. So the Canadians have been there longer. So there you go. Yep. And uh, that and was 19, a one nothing game. Yeah. Then in '56, San Francisco beat yeah. Iowa on that day to win their second uh, championship in a row. That was the Bill Russell, Casey Jones team. In '61, we had uh, well, six, we, no sixty. That was '62. I think and six, '61's the next day. But '62 was the second of back to back Cincinnati beating. Uh, yeah, that Ohio was '62. But in '61. We had the uh, New York Senate were, uh, authorizing the building of Shea Stadium. And at that yes. point, I think the National League had told New York that they would have a team. As a matter of fact, I think they named Casey Stengel as the manager, like he, uh, the October of 61 or something like that. So they knew they were going to get a team. And so they, they planned to build the stadium. And, of course, they already knew that they were going to have the World's Fair, and it was going to be right next to it. So that was a big, uh, big thing in 64 when that opened. So they did that. And- 62 Cincinnati over Ohio State. That was after Oscar Robertson, by the way. That was that was not uh, he was yeah, not there. Yeah, that was Cincinnati. after. That was after. And then, but Ohio State. Start- Ohio State had uh, John Havlicek and Jerry Lucas though in, uh, that lost that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then okay. we started the run of. <laughs> well, we had a couple of couple of uh, UCLA championships, and they're starting to run the first and sixth. 
On there. Okay. Well, the, on that day, on the 24th, on NC that, State beat Marquette. Uh, beat yeah, Marquette that was the, yeah, that was NC State beating Marquette in 74. Yeah. That's right. Right. And that was yep. the first Monday night game, wasn't it? That No. The first Monday night game was in 73, and we'll talk about that one. 73, State which we get to on Thursday. Lost to so UCLA. Yep. And also, 80, and in 75, that was Muhammad Ali defeating Chuck Webner, who you may be thinking, okay, why is this a big deal? He is the guy who is credited to being the the planning for the character model Rocky. for Rocky, yeah, Rocky, right. yep. model for Rocky, and mm-hmm. that's why they think that's a matter of fact. Chuck <laughs> Webner ended up suing Sylvester Stallone. Yes, he uh, did. There's a there's an ESPN thirty for thirty on that. I'm sure yeah. it will pop up, and I'm sure it already has popped up on ES one of the ESPNs during all of this. And he yep. sued him. There was a whole whole special, and yeah, he sued because he said he should have gotten. Yeah, no, Chuck, that, but. Uh, Chuck ended up getting quite a bit of money out of that, by the way. Okay. In, 80, in 1980. Uh, yep. Louisville beat UCLA. Louisville that, was UCLA. The first, that was Denny Crum's uh, championship. That's correct. Uh, for championship. Louisville. And, and then in 001, tell them about Randy Johnson, uh, Sean. Oh, the bird. That was Tuesday when Randy Johnson. Now, I kind of remember this. When he threw a pitch. At, this bird was messing with him, if I remember the whole story. And the bird was – and he, he threw it at this bird, and he ended up killing the bird. And he caught a lot of flack for this. Dave Winfield did by hitting a ball. I guess Randy Johnson was in worse shape. Dave Winfield hit a ball in Toronto in the exhibition stadium and, hit it and killed the bird. That's so, correct. Yep. So that happened. Didn't, but, didn't uh, that happen again, I think, a couple of years ago up in uh, Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe. Was a pit, there was a pitcher for Toronto. Oh, the one that threw the no-hitter for the uh, – Blue Jays, uh, James, pa- uh, no Seattle, James Paxson when he was playing oh, yeah. for Seattle. Uh, now for the Yankees, but I, yep. yeah. But I remember the Randy Johnson yeah. one because it was all over because the bird was just messing with it, it was like flying, <laughs> and he was trying to pitch, and finally he just threw. He didn't care. He said, "Hey, the bird's in my way." Yep. He just he knocked the bird out. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure the. I'm sure the Audubon Society was all uh, up in arms about oh, that one. Yes, the animal. I re, yeah, the animal rights people were all over him, and then you know it was pretty. Then we got a Wednesday, the 25th. Right. So yeah. in 34, we had Gordon. Oh, that was Gordon Smith that, on the Masters that day. Okay. That was on Wednesday, not Tuesday. Yes, right. yes Gordon that's Smith right. on 34. Yeah. 1934. Then. You had the first of 1955 is when you had the first San Francisco championship. Uh, defeating no, that South. was last week. That was the 19th. Oh, was what we week. had in 67, UCLA beat Dayton to win their first uh, of the seven in a row that they yeah. won from 67 through 73. Yeah, they won in that 67 happened. and they won in 72. 72, and they beat Florida State. In '72, that day, and '61 yep. was the first for Cincinnati beating Ohio State. Also, right. Okay. And yeah, uh, that was that's where I was having the first on, and then uh, of course 1972 also yep. was Bobby Hall, yep. uh, being the second person to get 600 goals. That's correct. And behind Gordy Howe. Yep. Yeah, behind mm-hmm. Gordy Howe. 1982, and he's the only one to ever do this with Wayne Gretzky, 200 points. In a season, yep. and he's the only one to do it, and he did it three other times after that. That is like correct. 83, 84, 84, 84, 85, and 85, 86. Yeah, yeah. That, that, well, that's why he's called the great one, and that's why his numbers retired throughout the NHL. You'll, that's why you never see anybody in the NHL wearing number 99. It, it's like Jackie Robinson in baseball. Okay. Nobody, right. can wear, and, nobody can wear 42 in baseball, and nobody can wear 99 in hockey. So. Right. And, 
1995, Michael, Mike Tyson got out of jail. That yes, he did. Yeah, and uh, yes, he and he's not gone back. It's amazing, but it's no, true. he has not gone back. And then so Thursday, that's when we start getting into a few. Uh, yeah, that was the very the very first. And no, wait, Friday was the very first. So I'm getting all these mixed. Well, three twenty six. We're on, we're on March twenty sixth right now, and we had yeah. Kansas beat uh, St. John's St. John. in the finals. Yeah, and that, and that was. was the- First of six when they that was the first time they had when when they went to sixteen that was the first time that the that the final four and the championship were played at the same site. Okay, all right. That, I didn't know yeah. uh, how that worked. Then in seventy uh, two, the Lakers won their sixty ninth game, which was the record at that time for the number of wins in a season. Yeah, and, and that's uh, been broken twice since. Right, yep. but, and but they won their sixty ninth game. Yeah. And seventy three UCLA beat Memphis State. And that was the time that that was the first Monday night game on NBC uh, right. for the championship. UCLA beating Memphis State. And, and that was uh, for, you know, but yeah, yeah, the Kansas one I just found. Yeah, it was the first they expanded from eight to sixteen, and mm-hmm. then they uh, it was the first time they had played the Final Four all at one site because before they did not have that. I believe I forget where it was, but they played it all. Okay. All in one place. So. Yeah, I think it was Evans. When they won that, I think it was Evansville, Indiana, where they won that. I'm pretty sure that uh, you think you said Illinois yeah. in the thing, but I think it was Indiana. 79, we had, that was the game that we talked about last yeah. week. Michigan State beating Indiana State yeah, with uh, Magic beating Bird in the finals. The all-time, the the game that set up college basketball the way it is today. The That's big right. ratings uh, thing. Everybody knew about those guys, yeah. and uh, so everybody wanted to watch it, that game. It launched one of the greatest rivalries in sports. Yep. yep. Bird magic. If you get a chance, people, uh, if you if you like history, uh, ESPN did a, did a thirty for thirty on the Lakers and Celtics. It's a long, it's a four hour one. It's narrated on Mark Wahlberg, or well, yeah, no, Donnie Wahlberg, New Kids yeah. on the Block. He narrated right. the Celtics side, and Ice Cube narrated yeah. the. Lakers right. side. It okay. was an outstanding. You, you have to watch yes. that. I watched that. It goes today. through the whole history from the '60s all the way to the present of the mm-hmm. Lakers rivalry. Yep. Okay. Then March 27th, the first championship was uh, uh, awarded in 1939 on the NCAA when Oregon beat Ohio yep. State. And that was, and that in, was in Evansville. Illinois. That's the one in Evansville. Evanston. Uh, Evanston. No, Evanston, Evanston Illinois. Illinois. Okay, that's at Northwestern. Okay, that makes sense. That's at Northwestern. Yeah, it was okay. Evanston, there Illinois. There you go. Okay, there we go. And there were, I guess, then, eight teams in that tournament, it says here. Yeah, and, it was eight. Yeah, you know, the first 12 years, there was eight teams. So Okay, in 51, Kentucky beat Kansas State to win their uh, title at that, at that point. Uh, and then, let's see, uh, there were 16 teams that year. I, I guess they'd gone Yeah, there was, that was the 16. Kansas beating St. John's was 14. That was the 16 team. Kansas was the first to be played at the same site, and then the 16 teams was Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, okay. 65, UCLA beat Michigan to win their uh, their first uh, title of the, of the John Wooden era. Yeah. And then uh, and the only other date that I have, because we didn't have – this is something that Sean gets off the radio, and, of course, it's Monday through Friday. They give it to him, so he doesn't have dates for the one. And they didn't do a weekend. weekend. But today, but today and I had this one I pulled up today. The only significant thing that happened today was North Carolina – over Georgetown in 82 with freshman Michael Jordan hitting that shot. Right. Yeah. That and was, I was just, just before, they, just before I turned, came in, just before I came in here, uh, Kaywood Ledford and uh, Kurt Gowdy were doing that game on, uh, on Westwood one, you know, that back in CBS that radio. Was the first final, that was the first final four on CBS television and Correct. CBS radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it moved from NBC to CBS. And so that was the first one. And NC state, uh, you know, hit it, uh, 
with yeah, with Sam Perkins, Michael Jordan, uh, James Worthy. Yeah, North Carolina, and, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. North Carolina, Georgetown. I believe we had what was it Freddie Brown, uh, Patrick, uh, Freddie Patrick Brown, Patrick Ewing. Ewing. Brown. Patrick was yep. a freshman. That's right. He yep. was a freshman. Yep. He was. Yep, yep, he was. So there you go. But of course, that, Georgetown got yep. their title in '84. Maybe we'll pick that up uh, next week. So right. I think we've got think all the dates. next week. That one and High Slam and Jam, I believe, come yep. in. Uh, yeah, we'll get start, some of those. We'll start seeing those next week. The Villanova, yeah, we're Georgetown start, one. We're going to start getting a little, and uh, we move further into April. We're going to start getting some of the NBA because we, we had championships that were won in April, uh, or early in the mid-April in those days, too. And so we'll yeah. start getting more. Ma- get we'll those. get more Masters, Masters milestones also. Well. Because, yep. yeah, I never knew the Masters were played that early in March back then. Yeah. That was kind of Yeah, well, that was the first one. So I think we're we're set. So anything else going on, Perry, that we need to know about? I think we're good. Sean, why don't you wrap it up? All right. Well, we want to thank everybody once again for uh, tuning in during all this time, being faithful. We're getting through it just like you are. So remember, you can leave your feedback at any time, 800-693-0595. Uh, download the podcast by going to legendoldies.com or going in your podcatcher, typing in Sports Lounge Live, also three words. Also, you can type in All Things Radio, three words, or Wednesday Coffee to get the coffee club, just two words there. Or you can go listen, 773-572-3006, option nine for Sports Lounge, option eight for All Things Radio, option seven for uh, the coffee club, for the coffee club, and hit when you're listening to an option, you can go to the archives and hear a past one. So anyway, guys, we're getting through it. We're all hey, we're just like all those other talk shows. We're tr- we're finding filler to stuff to do. That's right. And one other thing I did want to bring up though, if before we sign up, ESPN, if you're interested, on Friday nights is showing different sports movies. Well, mainly the Disney sports movies. They had the they had the rookie on last Friday. I think this week or next week they got the Mir- the miracle which we talked about, you know, the Miracle on Ice. It's shown all the different Disney ESPN sports movies, so you might want to check that out. But anyway, we will come back, and we will have something to talk about next oh, week. Oh, some, some stuff will happen, or they'll re-speculate about some of the stuff we talked about already this week. And You know, really, it's speculation, but that's what they do. I hear them say, well, if they started the baseball season on such and such a date, what would they have to do? You know, that's what they do on the sports regular sports talk shows. It's not just us. No, they all speculate, so we can. We if they can speculate, we can so can we. We will That's speculate, right. and we will see you next week. <laughs>